Hello and welcome to another edition of LFC Reactions. This one is a special edition because usually I make a podcast or video or I mean an audio recording on post-match reactions of Liverpool but today was a special one because of, sorry, excuse me, of the breaking news that Virgil van Dijk has agreed a deal with Liverpool in the region of around 75 million. Wow. Virgil van Dijk. And to Liverpool fans, we have heard this name numerous, numerous of times in the transfer summer window. It all started back in June where a story leaked that Jurgen Klopp has gone to Blackpool to talk to Van Dyke to personally get him to come to Liverpool. This was deemed as tapping up on a player. And Southampton took offence to it. They even went to the Premier League to even make a complaint about what we did. Which led to Liverpool Football Club releasing a statement saying, We apologise and we won't take this further. And now everyone was confused. Does that still mean we're still going to bid for Van Dyke or not? And this was lurking over our heads for for the for a good two months of the summer window. In, in, in fact, the entirety of the summer window. And it got to a point where fans started losing belief that it wasn't going to happen. You heard from sources that we need permission to apply for... for to even apply, to inquire about whether he's available for us to make a bid, and we didn't make a bid. We didn't make a single bid, and Van that which led to Van Dyke putting in a transfer request. And what did Southampton do? They isolated Van Dyke from Southampton first team, forced to play with the under twenty threes, and. Yeah, and that was and he's pretty much all oh, had to deal with it as a professional and all that kind of nonsense. And bearing in mind, Virgil van Dijk had signed a five and a half year deal January of this year before he had a major injury where he injured um his I think it was his Achilles. He was out for a long time. So he pretty much had no preseason at all. And came transfer deadline day there was a story that Liverpool bid for Tommy Lamar, would bid for Van Dijk one last time. Neither of the two occurred. And Van Dijk ended up staying at Southampton. So you thought, okay, what is going to happen now? Are we going to try again in January? Is he going to stay at Southampton for his entirety? But no, Virgil van Dijk did the professional thing. And he... Continue to play for Southampton. I mean, he played for them, um, but it's not with the same intensity you saw before the injury of how well Van Dyke can actually play. And yeah, he was a bit half-hearted in his performances. And even Southampton fans, they can go and tell you this one that his head is—he's not the same. When you release a transfer request. You'll either be professional or you might be half-hearted. Very rarely do you get professional players. Arguably, Coutinho has been very professional because he put in a transfer request. 
And look how well he's performing this season. He's giving, he's perform, he's pouring his heart out. Whereas Van Dijk has put in half-hearted performances, and I think the transfer thing was on his mind for August up until December of this day, which led to us. Well, which led to either the first there were sources saying Manchester City are in for centre back, and they want Van Dijk. And we want Van Dijk. So it was a matter of a case of... I think Man City made an offer for Van Dijk. But he chose Liverpool over us. Why? Why do you think? When you're told you might be a third choice. Fair enough. He could have chose Man City. took the easy way. And um, accept a Premier League medal. And this will be part one of my thoughts and feelings. Stay tuned for part two. Hello and welcome to part one of LFC Reactions Special Edition. My thoughts on Van Dyke. If you've not listened to part one, I highly recommend that you do so first, as you will not know what I've been talking about so far. So yeah, he chose us over Man City, and he could have gone to Manchester City, accept a Premier League medal. He might, he may have got a start here and there. But you know you don't. But there wasn't. But he, you, he under Pep, you're not guaranteed first choice football. And I think he took a challenge. He took a challenge and decided to come to us. Whether we have better negotiators at the table, I don't know, because ax. Um, when we signed Oxley Chamberlain, it was between us and Chelsea. And he chose Liverpool over the defending Premier League champions. And Van Dijk is chosen us over the Premier League champions elect Manchester City. And it just shows that I think it's a Jurgen Klopp factor. I think Jurgen Klopp has been the most important signing for Liverpool. In the whole, in the, let's call it the 2010s era. Since Jurgen Klopp has come, Liverpool has been revolutionising the way we play. He said we will give a play heavy metal football and that's what we are doing. And he's also bought players that specifically fit his system. Mohamed Salah, uh, Mane, Wijnaldum to, to some extent. Um, yeah, so attacking wise, that's where his focus has been on. And he's changed players' games for much better, and so on and so forth. But my biggest criticism of Jurgen Klopp was neglecting the defence. Because before we had even made this purchase of Van Dijk, we had only spent four million on our defence. Four. Four million. That's not acceptable. He bought Andy Robertson for four million. Joe Matip was a free transfer and I think Ragnar Klavan was a free transfer. Or it might be six million, sorry, it might be yeah. I think Clavan was two million and Robinson was four million. I might be wrong, but either way it's below ten million, which is far it's not enough compared to what the Manchester clubs have spent on their defence, on Bailly, on on Lindelof. You see with Kyle Walker, you see with Danilo, Mendy with Danilo, so on and so forth. You need to invest in the defence, as they say. 
Attack wins you games, defence wins you championships. The fact Man City spent that much is isn't is and they're top of the league by how many points? It's not a surprise. But anyway, I'm drifting away from Van Dijk a little bit. Oh, let's get back onto him. What he's going to provide to this team at the back. The most important thing, leadership. Thank the Lord, leadership. This is what our defence has been crying out. There was, there's been no leaders at the back. Our back line has been Lovren and Matip. And they are not vocal players. They are not. So no one can boss someone to tell someone when you're in the wrong, when you're in the right, to keep someone in check at all times. That's why we keep conceding set pieces. Because no organisation, there's no one in the back line to say you, hey, stay here, stay there, go there. But Van Dyke is a leader. He's been captain of Southampton, captain of Celtic for a reason. And that is the one thing that it will, it will massively, you'll see in the difference with Liverpool. Secondly, the fact that he can win aerial duels, I think is the highest in the Premier League this season. Imagine his head is turned. And he's winning and he's won the most aerial duels as a defender this season. Another big thing Liverpool been lacking in. Because when, when it comes to winning first and second balls in big games, we don't do it enough. We get bullied, we get outplayed. And finally, we have a defender that will be able to release the tension and make it easier for the jobs of our attackers. And Virgil van Dijk, he's going to... 75 million, you might say, is a lot for a defender. It is, but... In the summer, people, uh, PSG spent 200 million on Neymar. And he's the most expensive attacker. But are PSG moaning about that now? No. Look what Neymar's doing. This is part two of um, my reactions. I will probably make one more. Hello and welcome to um, LSE Reactions. If you've not listened to part one or part two of this, I recommend you do that first or, or you will not know what I've been speaking about so far. But yeah, so Van Dyke, what he will offer, organisation, aerial jewels, and the most exciting thing third is who will partner Van Dyke? Number one, we know it will not be Dejan Lovren, for fact, yay! But now is it everyone? Now everyone saying Joe Matip will be his partner. But also, yeah, you also have Joe Gomez who can play centre back. So now this is exciting. This means that we don't have to play Joe Gomez right back anymore. We can play him alongside Van Dijk. And have Matip on the bench and have Trent Arnold, who is way more explosive as a right back. If you saw yesterday's performance, what he can offer. So this is exciting. It means Jurgen Klopp can finally explore options. And let me not be rude about Clavland as well, because he's had five consecutive starts and I can't fault, I can't fault his performance as well. I know he's not quite the centre back, but, and I think his long term future is in doubt. I don't think he'll stay beyond beyond the summer, but he on on form right now he's doing all right. But overall ability, of course, he's not it's not Liverpool caliber. It's not a Liverpool standard. We know what Matip can do as a as a centre back, and if if you provide what he's been missing is leadership. He needs a leader alongside him. Van Dijk will help him at ease, and will just reassure him, and he don't have to be that lead at the back. He's got Van Dyke to keep him composed there. 
Or you got Joel Gomez, who can, who who can be under Van Dijk's mentorship, and he can help develop his game at centre back even more. And you know, Joel Gomez is a frightening prospect. His talent is undeniable. You're seeing it. How comfortable he is at age twenty. So this is the exciting thing now. And thank God, thank you to Klopp for finally doing this. And I think in his head it was either Van Dijk or no one else. Because everyone was screwing at where's the plan B if you're not going to buy Van Dyke. But I think the fact he didn't bid for anyone else, he knew he had to go in again in January. He was not letting him go. And he got his man. And we got Cater, who will come in the summer as well. And, our, and Liverpool are now becoming frightening. We are becoming frightening. But now is the time to deliver our trophies. 2018, what a time. What a tie. Obviously, the Premier League's gone, so we have to forget that. The EFL Cup, we're out of that. But we've still got the FA Cup and the Champions League. Who can't say we can't go in a spectacular cup run? We have the, our, attack, our attack is more than capable of getting to a semi-final, at least in the Champions League. If Manchester City and PSG are the only two teams to score more goals than Liverpool. If we tighten up our defence, that's what we've been screaming. But now we got an actual spine, Van Dyke, Coutinho, or even Cater when he comes in the summer. And then up front for me, no. And you got Salah, Mane, and you can interchange. It's beautiful. It's very beautiful. And I'm excited right now. And um But yeah, I'm very happy. But will he solve all our defensive problems? Of course not. But the fact we even decided to get Van Dyke. Is a fucking relief. It shows that Klopp has decided he knows there's a problem at the back and he's solved it by buying him. Ideally, my perfect situation will be buy one more defender in case Van Dijk gets injured and we're back to square one. And f- for goodness sake, replace Mignolet. Five seasons, too long. He's not good enough. Karius is a prospect. I don't really want him at number one. He's a nice guy, but he's not good enough for Liverpool. Get your old black in or... Don Aroma, somebody. But yeah, this is exciting times for Liverpool. And right, if you have seen social media on Twitter, rival fans are triggered right now. They are very scared that Liverpool are finally invested in our defence. And they are saying, oh, something five million, how can you spend that kind of money on a defender? That's kind of stupid. Well, if you, you do whatever it takes, if you have the money available to do it, you will spend it. And now we have spent it, and now they're worried now. There don't be any more leaky goals at the back anymore. Or well, not to that, not to the level of what we were doing before. But yeah, this is my final video, final podcast. Thank you for listening and um, tuning again.